and welcome everybody. It's Kate Ward from Zen Stitching and I'm joining you today because we have ah, some very exciting stuff coming up. Uh, many of you know that we've been doing the countdown for the Making Zen online retreat and leading up to the event itself we're um, going to have a, a number of conversations with the artists who are participating and this morning we're going to be talking with Amy Maracle from Mindful Art Studios. I'm just about to send her a quick invitation to join and we will chat with her very shortly. For Amy to join us. Uh, I'd love to hear what you're looking forward to today um, with the Making Zen online retreat. Have you signed up? And here she is. It's Amy. Thank you. And how's it going? Pretty good. How are you this morning? Good. It's so lovely to be able to connect with you again. I feel like it was uh, not so long ago that we were talking about more art projects. It, w it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, amazing how the time flies. And have you had a good summer? I have, yeah. It's been really good. Uh, lots of, we had lots of travel, so I'm glad to be home now. Um, but lots of good adventures. What about yeah. you? Likewise. So um, we've just returned from three weeks over in France. And, mmm. <laughs> so, wow. So I, I totally hear you, you when you say it's nice to return home, yeah. uh, but also good to have some travels and stuff like that too. So um, we were away for an artist in residence program. So that kind of has filled up our creative world. Holy smokes. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, and that's a really nice kind Sorry, of. Sorry. Yeah, totally. Um, it's a nice precursor to lead into what we're going to be talking about today, which is, uh, well, we're going to touch upon lots of fun things. One of them being what you're going to be uh, sharing as part of the Making Zen um, online retreat. And we've got you frozen at the moment. So hopefully you can reconnect soon. Uh, we've got lots of people joining in from all over the world, which is fabulous. Um, if you haven't yet had a chance to sign up for the Making Zen um, free ticket, please do so. Amy has a link on her um, link in bio to sign up and learn more about Making Zen. I got a little circle, a frozen circle, so I'm not sure if you heard... Oh. Yeah, but you can see me now. I'm back. Yes, you're back. I've been, <laughs> I don't know. I've been playing with whether I'm like plugged in on Ethernet or over Wi Fi. And so now I'm back on the Wi Fi. It looks very strong. So we're just going to leave it here. That's good. <laughs> Sorry about that. Not a problem at all. It's important to make sure we've got the lights right and we're connected and, and all that kind of thing so that we can have a wonderful conversation. So yes, I was saying that um, what we were just talking about with our summers and going adventuring and, mm -hmm. and being away. Yeah, you, so you had, uh, I, I mean, I don't know, this is not really the topic, but can you give us a short version about the artist retreat? Because that's just... <laughs> That's just rich, and I did one last year in March, and I'm going to do it again uh, this coming March, and I, I think now it's going to be a given, not uh, a treat. 
<laughs> yes, totally. I do think that it's really important. And it really does tie in with the workshop that you're going to be presenting at the Making Zen online retreat anyway. So I think it's a really nice discussion. Um, so wow, let's see. I don't even know where to begin. I always find that artist in residence um, programs it's giving me goosebumps just thinking about it. It just is such a magical experience because it allows you the time and the space to create. And um, I know that you and I are both that artist and that's what we do full time, but it's also um, an artist in residence program gives you the space to focus on artwork. So you're away from like your daily routines and your daily commitments and all that kind of thing. And what made this one really special was um, they did all the cooking. So meals were provided. That is the bomb. Yeah, to totally awesome. And I mean, it's France. So you were having croissants for breakfast and, you know, like rustic French um, homemade meals for dinner. Sorry. And... Yeah, that's terrible for you. I know, it, it was tough. <laughs> Let's just say I brought some of it home with me. <laughs> oh, okay. Excellent. Good for you. <laughs> um, but um, it is, it's, it's a really nice treat, you know, because um, we spend a lot of, well, I do anyway, I spend a lot of time thinking about what we're going to eat, preparing it and then cooking it. So to have that kind of onus on someone else to provide the meals was, is really wonderful. It makes a huge difference. It really does having that responsibility and weight lifted, I think is huge. And I'm, I'm guessing there are some folks listening to that have had that experience of being at a retreat or whatever where somebody else takes care of things and it really does help you disconnect yeah. yeah yeah it really does and give you more space to focus on what you're there to do which is work through ideas and generate art and have fun exploring and um being in an art adventurer as you like to call it so <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i mean it, it's interesting because um I was thinking about, you know, what we were going to chat about, obviously, before we came on. And I was thinking how I wanted to, I was talking to a friend recently and saying, another artist friend, and saying how um, one of the retreats that I attend has a lot of fiber artists in it. And reflecting on it, I feel like one of the reasons that I enjoy it so much, even though I'm typically working mostly just with my usual art stuff when I go. I mean, sometimes I do just branch out because it feeds my, my practice to just have my hands and other things that maybe are not my expertise or my normal area. But there's something about being with makers, right? People who have their hands in everyday things that they're making unnecessarily beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I I find very inspiring and there's this way in which it feels like the art is even more woven into every day. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, part of the reason I love being part of the Making Zen online retreat is that because it, it kind of exposes me and exposes a lot of the artists who are in my community to those other ways of weaving art into our lives. And I often say I pretend that I sew. <laughs> so um, like I have a few things around the house that I have sewn, like some extremely like 
you know, basic panel drapes or like the apron that I wear every time that I cook is very cute, but I did it like with a little help from my husband on the piecing together part, like measuring part that I hate. But it like, I did it without a pattern and it was just kind of my eye and whatever. But I, I find that those things really um, infuse my home mm. with so much more art and inspiration. And so I'm excited to be able to offer folks in my community an opportunity to have their hands in more of these projects. So I don't know, mm. even before I talk about what I'm doing, I think it'd be fun to have you just kind of do some snippets on some of the other workshops that are going to be available. Yeah. Well, there's going to be a, a whole lot of different things. Um, again, because Making Zen is all about the making process, we've got um, uh, making natural dyes. We've got um, a whole lot of beautiful embroidery projects and techniques. We've got how to make natural dyes. Oh, I think I just said that, making natural dyes and then drawing and working with them that way as well. Um, printing with natural dyes and creating a project with the fabric. Uh, let's see weaving finding um, materials in our gardens that we can weave with so they're really i'm really excited about the dyeing and the weaving yes yeah me too and i think um what like what you're saying um with uh, your experience with retreats that's what makes this so special is because we've got 20 different artists bringing in 20 different projects and you know you can't help but be inspired by it all and then sometimes you just either just naturally because you're learning one project and one technique and then you want to combine the two or time might be um, short so you combine a couple of ideas all together into one project and that's where some some of the magic really starts to happen because you're combining ideas and taking it in places where um, the artist may not even anticipate it will go so and that's what makes it incredibly exciting yeah, that's always my hope is that people use what I'm presenting as a jumping off point into something that I couldn't have imagined. Yeah, totally. And that's what makes it exciting yeah. too, doesn't it, for you to see how people respond to it and then make it grow with their own experiences and, and ways of making and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what I really love, um, going back to the residency and going back to um, what you're providing for the workshop, which, before we dive into too much, would you like to share a little bit about that so people know what we're talking about? Sure, about my workshop. Yes! Yeah, so um, for mine, we're doing a little um, art permission stuff. I was like, wait, what did I call this? <laughs> What did I call this thing? Um, <laughs> oh, Hippie Stitch. That's a great uh, screen name. I love that. Yeah. Um, so, yes. So, I am doing an art permission slip, but mine says you are an art adventurer, which is why I get a little confused about what I was calling this workshop for a minute. Um, but it's funny that, um, well, not funny. I guess this is what made me think of it. But so these, I have a giant series of these circles, like my whole wall over there is covered with these concentric circles. Mm -hmm. And um, it's actually on the inside, fun little trick there. Um, so, and these were born out of my residency last March. 
uh, it was just, you know, I, I've done, I obviously do circles all the time, but this particular iteration of the circles was born out of the work that I was doing uh, last March. So it's kind of fun to bring it all full circle. Okay. Uh, I was like, oh God, it's going to be a pun. So anyway, so um, I have uh, other versions of this that I can share with you, but it's really fun. Um, I'm using for the version that I show you, I'm using watercolors, but these are some versions that are using uh, acrylics. This one also incorporates some tracing paper and Posca pens. Mm. But essentially, we're making a really fun little permission slip. So we're going to be doing a, an extremely the most simple possible book form, except that we're going to cut a hole in the cover. And, um, you know, there's some collage involved. There's some writing and reflection involved. It kind of is like a, a very tiny workshop that pulls together a lot of the things that I really love. So it gives you a great taste of the way that... Um, I like to work and gives all those little invitations that people can take and hopefully, again, the bits that work for them, they'll hang on to and the bits that don't, they can just let those go. Mm. Uh, so yeah, and so the idea is that this is a lovely little permission slip that might sit on your art table, right? It's about giving yourself permission to create. I think often it's, you know, it's like the thing that can fall off the list unless we mm. make it a habit and make it elemental a must yes yes absolutely and that's why i think it's absolutely brilliant and it's going to be released on the first day of the retreat so the 25th of september and i think it's a really great way of kind of like you say setting an intention mm -hmm. um to allow some time and space into our lives to to create and i know like like you say it is one of those things that does kind of slip to the bottom of the list and um one of the takeaways that i had from my experience in the residency was how do i continue to bring this feeling yes. um, of what i've experienced back home so that i can continue to be in that creation zone and the experimentation zone and the being an art adventurer zone uh, rather than letting normal life kind of overwhelm and kind of, you know, run away with things again. So I think it's really, it's wonderful to have this as something to sit down and think about, think through how we can make the most of the online retreat, but also continue to bring art and joy into our life on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, I think it'd be interesting if folks want to say what and you and I can both say, but I'd be curious to have folks in who are joined the discussion to say a little bit about what it means to you when you hear that phrase, be an art adventurer. Like, what does that wake up for you? And what would you like that to be in your life? Um, we'd love to read out some of those comments and bring those into the discussion. Um, I feel like it would only be fair if I said what I mean by that first to get the ball rolling. Um, I guess for me, it's, I mean, it's kind of, that's kind of very elemental to the way that I work. Like I, I, so I, you know, I am an art therapist by training. And so even though I don't do art therapy anymore, the way that I work is just both myself and as a teacher, it's just so informed by that training. And uh, when you do art and expressive therapy, most folks get trained in a way that's very focused on process. It's a lot, a lot, a lot about process. 
and you can help folks with product, of course, but it happens via focus on process. And mm -hmm. the more I practice, the more I realize how much wisdom there is, it, at least for me and a lot of my students, how much wisdom there is in that approach. And I take it further. I really think like when I approach that as an artist versus as an art therapist, we're right, different. Um, it's, a, it's like being a scientist kind of, mm -hmm. right? Except it's even more playful. But I think there's actually a lot of overlap between scientists and artists, but that's a whole other topic. But <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I really see it as like, when I work on something, I do, well, I just showed you, right? I do various versions of the same thing to see how I like it and what it's like. So, you know, I made this pattern recently and I'm doing it again and again and again and slightly different colors or almost exactly the same colors. And I just keep going and I've already used a bunch of these, so that's not even all of them. But I find that it, it gives me a sense of playfulness and adventure and I have a lot of freedom to like use these because it's not precious. Like I made the first one and if I only had one, I'd be like, ooh, I'm not yeah. sure I want to use this because maybe I won't be able to repeat it. Whereas yes. when I work in a series, like the way that I work for the work that I do, I just make tons of the same or similar variations on a theme. And then I decide where they get plugged in, right? So whether it's collage or larger, painting idea or whatever it is. And so for me, that works really great. And it is extremely adventurous because I don't know. I don't know where these things are going or if they're going somewhere. Mm. And that's very fun for me. And it's very adventurous and it keeps me extremely inspired and engaged. Yes, absolutely. And, and I think um, with adventure, the idea of adventure is you know you're going somewhere, but you don't know what it's going to be like so it's op uh, opening up the space for what if potentials and yes other right. along the way there's my what if <laughs> <laughs> absolutely we're getting some comments coming through so unbusying is saying being an art adventurer for them is making room to play mm -hmm. which is so true it's definitely an important part of the creative process i would say and let's see, have we got more comments coming through? Yeah, the playfulness for me is, is another element that just has to be there. Yeah. Because that's why I'm here. Yes, yes, absolutely. And they're now saying, love the idea of creating without an end goal and just seeing where it takes you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's really true. And I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of the mediums that I like to work with, like watercolour, for example, you can control it to a certain extent, but you never quite know exactly mm -hmm. how it's going to dry and whether pigments are going to settle mm -hmm. out and whether you get the feathering effect and all that kind of stuff. So that in itself is like a, an, a journey of delight. Yeah. Only material and time will tell you what it's going to be. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it more fun. And so, yeah, I think the whole being an art adventurer and being open to the what if, mm -hmm. it, it is scary, but it, it's also where the fun is, I think. Yeah, and I think for me, a lot of my students get very, and I, I teach this because I come by this honestly, this perfectionism. Um, I think a lot of us get caught up in that. And so it's such a, it's, it's the antidote right? Approaching this, things this way is the antidote. Yeah. Um, 
and then let's see uh Kay is saying exploring nature taking photos and using those for art ideas is part of how they art adventure yeah 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 and that's yeah. true actually that also goes back to what you and i were saying at the beginning of the conversation you've been away and on journeys which is kind of going to be inspirational for you and i've been away and on journeys and um i think be being in new surroundings opens your eyes to ways of seeing that you may not have seen uh, previously yeah. or experiences that you may not have experienced as well so that also kind of helps to fill up your creative bucket so to speak too i think that's a good point and it's it's like a good reminder for us all to even in our normal environment go somewhere different and just pretend maybe that you're there and you've never been there before because it does make us see differently yeah so true serendipity in a prayer says letting go of fear and just making creating that's being an adventurer for them. yeah yes yeah letting go of fear just yeah. hearing that gives me goosebumps because there is i mean sometimes like you say being a perfectionist because i am too it's letting go of that control mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah which in some senses is the fear of the unknown yeah so like you have to kind of be uh, prepared to step into that void and um who knows what's going to happen? It might be good, it might be bad, but you know, you gotta find yeah, it. Yeah, and I think it's making me wanna say, I think for a lot of uh, my students who are coming at this, like some of them have a lot of uh, fiber and sewing experience or experience with dyeing and some of the other things that kind of cross over to the more visual art side of things like I do, and some have less. And I really do think that, you know, kind of like I was talking about before crossing over into other disciplines mm -hmm. is like that travel where you're kind of filling your cup with lots of different things and it's going to spark new ideas for whatever you normally work on too. And so I think that's like a super rich process. Yeah, absolutely. And I couldn't agree more. Um, I remember I was talking to one artist who was primarily a ceramicist but she also had um, a great interest in printmaking. Mm. And this was at a time where I felt like, because I love doing lots of different things, I, I really felt the push to be just a textile artist or just a ceramicist yeah. or just a jewelry designer. And seeing the way she created and how she discussed, she's like, actually, I like working in two different disciplines because if I get stuck in my ceramics, my printmaking um, adventures will inform what happens next on my ceramics and vice versa. So I really think it's great to dabble in this and dabble in that because, yeah, it kind of will inform your visual techniques and language um, and take help kind of push that idea that little bit further. Yeah, I think there are a lot of different ways to work and I like to always give the example of Picasso right so we know picasso mostly for his oil paintings and his cubist oil paintings specifically uh but he actually worked in and this is true of many many artists but he's just a very you know he's arguably one of the top three four five painters ever so he's a good example um and of course it's a white male that is <laughs> kind of annoying but anyway that's an example <laughs> Um, he worked in many, many, many different mediums. He worked in ceramics. He worked in watercolor. He worked in charcoal. He worked in 
very highly realistic work at the beginning. But, you know, as I'm thinking of that, I mean, there's plenty of other, you know, female artists. I'm thinking about George O'Keefe, who worked in various different mediums. And I know there are other folks too, but I can't come up with a great example to broaden our horizons here at the moment. But um, such as our, whatever. Anyway, we don't need to get into the patriarchy and all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's a, another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I won't digress. But, um, but the point is that I think there's a lot of different ways to work. And for some people, it does make sense to really focus in on one area. And for others of us, I think about it like volleyball, uh, rotate, <laughs> like that's from gym class, that's my recollection, rotate. And so that's what I think when I switch from one medium. So I might go from Okay. You know, working on watercolor and, you know, to doing some of my very detailed, like, pen and ink drawings to doing a uh, paper cut to, you know, building some of my, you know, collage books. It's just rotate. Yeah. You know, it okay. keeps it fresh. And they all, like you said, they inform each other. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we've got another comment coming through from Gratitude Quilter who's saying, being scared and doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good comment about being an art adventurer for sure. I think so too. And I think with everything in life, it's not about not being afraid. It's about yeah. just being present to it and acknowledging it and saying like, okay, I can do this. Absolutely. It's so true. And it's so funny, isn't it? And I think we do get stuck in our heads a lot um with art and lots of other things as well so there's lots of great analogies but you know you're like ah oh, what if i do this and and it doesn't work out mm -hmm. or what happens if i do this and i ruin it and so this goes back to your wonderful way of working where you create in multiples so that you're always building on what you're discovering and it, it kind of takes that fear of the preciousness away yeah. as well yeah i'm big on i'm big on doing things that help make it not as precious like i treat my art in a very precious way in the sense that i really respect my work my process my pieces but i don't want it to feel like yeah there's just one and i'm never going to be able to do it again i want it to feel like i can do this a thousand times and so i have all the space in the world to experiment with each of these versions yeah absolutely and that actually um, makes me think of something that uh, my mum said and that is because I was talking about the sketchbooks and the journals that you keep you know because that's one of the things that you're strongly encouraged to do throughout art school and I, I think mm -hmm. it's a wonderful thing to do um, you know writing down quotes that inspire you taking pictures or postcards and sticking them in just anything because they're such a great reference point yeah and I think we were having the conversation uh, this is with mum and I'm like, oh, because it was during uh, a lot of fires in Australia at the time. I'm like, well, I'd definitely take all my art journals with me. And mum's like, you know, you've got a lot of them and they're pretty heavy. If you're a creative thinker, you'll even if you lose those ideas, you'll either have those ideas again or you'll come up with something better. Mm. And I really liked that. That kind of was really like permission to let go yeah. and understand, you know, you don't just have one good idea you get lots of good ideas some of them you work through some of them you don't and but that's okay too how lovely that you can talk to your mom about art <laughs> <laughs> my parents did not get art at all <laughs> i specifically avoided the topic 
like no no shade on them it's just like right you have to choose who you talk to about your art yeah that's true and that's a really good point um which again is where these art residencies are great because you're with other like-minded mm -hmm. people i really noticed when i um was in art school because you're with a whole lot of like-minded people but that's just the way everybody thinks and talks. Yeah. And then it went into yeah. corporate world and nobody talked like no. that, all spoke like that. And it's like, what? So that's again where making Zen is really fun because we've got this wonderful Facebook community. If people haven't joined, please do. Um, we can send you the links when you sign up for the making Zen ticket, free ticket. Um, but it's such a wonderful, supportive community. Uh, and you're with like-minded people who, um, will encourage you and say lovely things and inspire you and you can do the same with others as well yes i think i have the right link here yes great so sign up through amy's um uh, link in bio to get your free ticket yep. and sign up for the yep. um, and i think that Facebook link will group. take on there too yes absolutely yep. yeah We've got, um, we've probably got room for one more comment before we uh, wrap up for the day. Um, KG. Just say K. It's too long. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, <Kay>. cool. <laughs> so she, they are saying being present for whatever you choose to do. And that's, that's actually a really lovely um, uh, thought to wrap up on as well, because that, again, that's what you're teaching with your art is to be present and mindful. Mm um of the process because i do believe that the process is really intrinsic in art making um it's an opportunity where we can connect with ourselves and depending on your beliefs the greater universe mm -hmm. and kind of being in touch um and but that can also flow through into your daily activities too whether it's cooking uh, gardening talking maybe something yep Something not so fun like cleaning the toilet or the, the bath. If you're present in those moments, um, I, perhaps it may be more enriching and rewarding. I, I mean, I really do find it spills out. The more I practice it through art, the more I notice myself noticing in other moments in my life. And it's, it's very helpful because I am someone who definitely does it for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I always like to be really clear, like, because sometimes people will say, this probably happens to you too, they'll say like, your voice is so calming, the way you lead me, and I'm like, yes, but this is only one part of me, and I also have a short temper a lot of the time, and I get frustrated, <laughs> and I have perfectionistic tendencies, and that's why I do this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I need it, and it's helpful, and I do find that, and I, I hope that as I get to be, you know, in decades to come, an old lady, I'll be even more and more and more and more and more mindful and be able to utilize it more and more. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's, it's one of those things that we can always um, practice more and more of, just that ability yeah. to be present, because it's, it's very easy to get lost in thought about things yeah. that happen or things that are going to happen or I what you're going to cook for dinner. I never do that. I never ruminate or perseverate. Never, never. <laughs> you neither, right? <laughs> Not at all. Here all the time. <laughs> um, well, I, I just want to make sure that I uh, also 
say thank you so much for inviting me on. This is, as always, a very fun and fruitful conversation. And I really want to thank everyone else for joining us and your wonderful comments and your presence and not leaving us talking to like crickets and yeah. <laughs> well, that's so right. It is always, always lovely to have the, um, the extra dimension of extra comments and styles. Yeah. I love connecting with you anyway, Amy. So yeah. even if it was just me, it would be totally fine anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but before we do wrap up, I, we just had one more beautiful comment come in from looking underscore my creativity. And um, they're saying that I work with watercolor and pen, but I still haven't found my style. Mm. I would suggest you probably do have your style, but you're probably so in into what you're making, you don't have the ability to step away from it. So um, keep that in mind when you're thinking through these things because everybody just from their different experiences what they bring to making art is always going to be a little bit different if you're creating unique work that speaks to yourself so sometimes putting it all up on a wall maybe asking um, someone who like what we were saying earlier is um, an, a person who understands and can talk art they will be able to look at your artwork and and say that you definitely have a style Sometimes it's hard to put into words, but I think we all have our own individual styles. I do too. And I, I think that sometimes when you're early on in the process, you can't see it because you're way too early on in the process, yeah. right? A style develops or is over time, right? It's a trajectory and you'll see through lines over the years and then things change too. I think, I think worrying about style is the last thing you should worry about. I really do. I, I don't think it's personally, I don't worry about whether or not I have a style and the more I do art, the more I realize it's, it's not a thing to worry about. <laughs> like if you're engaging in the process and you're figuring out as Austin Cleon says, how to steal like an artist and you're taking this little bit from Kate and a little bit from Amy and a little bit from, you know, so-and-so and you're mixing it together in the pot along with five other influences from you, that is yours. And that is, that is you, that is your exploration. Yes, absolutely. Such great advice, such wise words. And I, I agree with you 100%. I think just enjoy the making process and um, let someone else tell you what your style is because it will just automatically come through. It's like your personality, yeah, exactly. isn't it? Yeah. Your hand yeah. is on it. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Oh, Amy, thank you so much for your time today. It's been you, lovely to connect. I'm super excited by what you have to share with us in the Making Zen online retreat. The um, uh, permission the to permission be, yeah, yep, the permission slip, which is super awesome. Amy has also provided as part of the VIP pass, a wonderful additional bonus. Would you like to just quickly touch upon that before we wrap up? Maybe you can jog my memory which thing i <laughs> well it's it's fabulous actually so there's two things there's the opportunity to participate um you've got a discount code for your mark making course oh, oh for making art now mm -hmm. yep so that's a great continuation kind of going from here to the next step and then as part of the vip pass i think it's black the black page. page 
Yes, <laughs> which is a very fun course where um, we take black pages in the journal. So you create black pages, whether that's with paint or pen. And then I show you lots of really fun ways to take um, gel pen or Posca pen and create all kinds of patterning over that. And it's a really fun way to work the inverse of what we normally do and wakes up lots of new ideas. So super fun. Yeah, absolutely. So that's in the, the VIP pass, along with a plethora of other super amazing um, projects and courses and PDF for patterns and everything that the other artists have provided as well. So it's, it really is kind of like um, the beginning of a whole different way of creating if you're looking for some new inspiration and, and things to get your, your fingers yes. moving There's again. A lot of goodness in that VIP bundle. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think it will keep us all going for Quite at least one. until Christmas. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again, Amy. I probably could spend my whole day chatting with you, but Likewise. I know your time is precious. <laughs> and um, I'm super excited that you're part of the, the retreat. And I can't wait to see what everybody else makes when they follow along to your workshops. So well, thanks so much for having me. My heart is full of love. I'm so pleased you're with us. Much love. All right. Take care. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for coming. Yes, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.